Hi there, you're listening to the Vitality Podcast. My name is Nat Edwards and it's great to have your company as we explore how to age well. Today, I continue my conversation with one of the founders of the Vitality Passport Program, physiotherapist Jeremy Carr. In part two of this interview, Jeremy talks about exercise from a physio's perspective, why we need it, how much do we need, and what should we be doing? I mean, you're a physio. Yep. Why is exercise so important? Just break it down for us. Oh, you can look at it from multiple different angles. So if we started from the top down, you could go, exercise is great for mental health and wellness. It's great for cardiorespiratory health and fitness. It's great for bone health. It's great for muscle strength. And so those key things are, if we have great muscle strength, then you can do more things you want to do. So if your best day is hitting the golf course, you need strength to get out of the bunkers. You need strength to bend over and pick up your ball. You need strength to be able to put your your bag in the back of your car. So the key component for, uh, for the strength is to become or maintain your robustness so that you can do the things that you wanna do. What about seniors when you're talking about them? I mean, how much exercise should they be doing? I imagine there'd be a fine balance between mm. overdoing it and underdoing it. Yeah, so generally speaking, we're aiming for about 20 to 30 minutes of moderate exercise most days. So if you can achieve two to three hours a week that would be an ideal number and then it's about trying to finesse the dose for each individual so some people that are exercisers we might try and dose them a little bit higher and so we might ask them to work at say a seven out of ten effort or maybe even a seven and a half out of ten effort which might be moderately hard and people that are perhaps new to exercise we might start them at three or four out of ten effort so that they still are working enough to make a difference but there's a buffer zone from overdoing it but there's also a buffer zone from underdoing it. Is walking enough or do you need to as you get older be doing some actual weight training which probably if you're an older person sounds a little bit daunting if you've not done much of that before. Yeah that can be a bit intimidating. I think any exercise is great exercise and if we're looking at trying to be efficient with our time then while weights component is important we don't have to start with weights but you can progress towards weights. If we're using weights what we generally find is that we get a bigger stimulus to the body and if you stimulate the body, the body will respond. And so if we lift a bit heavier and work a bit harder, then our muscles will respond faster and you'll see that return on your time investment readily. And if we muscle, our muscles are getting stronger, our bones are following. And so if we have stronger, more robust bones, then if we do have a, a trip or a spill, then typically we bounce instead of break. So we tend to target different muscles and different joints and different bones with different exercises. But generally speaking, we'd like to add a bit of weights or resistance training in to influence our muscle and our bone. Some people might sit there and listen and go, oh yeah, that, that all sounds good. I, I got into exercise and then oh, I started to get, you know, a sore foot or my knees started to hurt and it, and it puts them off or they might get set back because they have a cold or the flu or get an illness. What do you say to those people who, you know, have some injury and illness issues when it comes to to encouraging them to exercise. Yeah, I think exercise is great medicine. And from time to time, we all forget to take different medicines. And so it's never, never gonna be 100% consistent with it. If you need a bit of time off to help manage an injury, we can always cross train. And so that's where our physios come into it, is that we should be able to find an exercise which is still suitable. That's the key component of any kind of good rehab program, is to do as much physical activity as you can without making anything worse. And so we tend to talk to our guys and our participants about being no worse as a result. So if we train our body and we get a little bit of discomfort, maybe a three out of 10 pain, 
that's okay as long as we're no worse as a result. We don't want people to be worse two days later and be really sore, but we don't mind creating a little bit of discomfort that's familiar. And most of that discomfort people are familiar with if they've played tennis before and they hadn't played for six months, and they go and play tennis, you get a bit of a sore shoulder um, and it goes away in a couple of days. We don't mind that too much. We don't want it to be too overt. And when people are ill, it's important to try and maintain what they can. And so that might not be a lot, but anything is better than nothing. And then it's important that on recovery that we try and train a bit harder. No pain, no gain, right? To, uh, to a degree, yeah. <laughs> to not, degree. Not, not too aggressive, but I think um, strain is okay. Yeah, I think if we push into strains, all right. Pain, maybe not. three out of 10 is okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe not too hard. Jeremy Carr, co-founder of the Vitality Passport Program, joining us there. For more information on the program, you can visit backontrackphysio.biz, that's biz, B-I-Z, forward slash vitality. Thanks so much for listening to the Vitality Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes and don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.